A different perspective, a new insight into life, a nugget of positivity and a hidden truth, and maybe an amusement for you. Welcome to From My Standpoint, a twice a month podcast with your host, Josh C. Jones. Hey, I appreciate you tuning in again to From My Standpoint. I'm your host, Josh C. Jones. If this is your first time listening, then I thank you for tuning in. And if it's not, well, thank you for coming back. If you have not yet subscribed, then I encourage you to subscribe to From My Standpoint. You can follow me on Facebook at Josh C. Jones Author, on Instagram at Josh C. Jones Author, on Twitter at Author J. C. Jones, or visit the website www.fromtheirstandpoint.com. That's from T H E I R standpoint.com, and click on my show from my standpoint. And if you even slightly liked what you hear in these podcasts, then please rate, review, and share. All right, so let's get into this one here. (laughs) And 2020, what a year. Am I right? (laughs) That was a crazy year. I mean, I ain't seen so many folk blindly take a blanket of submissive security in exchange for their liberties rights from this here uh, family feud we done did have in Congress since that same government traded them blankets to them Indians, you know. (laughs) Now, I I ain't no college educated, but... I ain't think I'm dumb either. Now, I ain't saying folk are easy to trick. I just mean that folk have been too comfortable in, in this here quality of life they are privileged to have because of damn documents. You know, damn documents, that Constitution and Bill of Rights. Who is that? I don't know, random voice of questions. Um, I'm not quite sure who you are or how you got into my shows, but you do make some good points there. Now, tell me please real quick though, what do you mean by this here quality of life they privileged to have? <laughs> Just what I'm saying. I mean, them poor in this country live better than them poor elsewhere, and them middle class in this country live richer lives than them most of them middle class elsewhere, and <laughs> really, them, the poorest here are still compared to them other folk in the world, the poorest here are still some of the richest. Hmm, Interesting. So you're saying because of our high standard of quality of life, we would rather trade our freedoms and liberties and rights for a temporary safety and a false promise that our quality of life, our standard we are accustomed to, does not change? (laughs) Yup. Huh. Well, I think you are smarter and wiser than you give yourself credit for. (laughs) Thank you. I'm still not sure who that was, but, um, that was some good common sense. Was that his name? What? Common sense. Hmm. I'm not sure, random voice of questions, but that is a good name to use, I guess. So, thank you. That was some interesting and enlightening information there, um, random voice of common sense. Thank you. The name, though probably not correct, does fit. That was some sound and prudent judgment based on a simple perception of the situation or facts. And, as he mentioned, he was not college educated. And common sense is just like higher education in the sense that not everyone has it. Um, uh, random voice of reason? That that was not very nice. Sometimes the truth does hurt. What? 
Yeah, but I'm, I'm not saying I disagree with you or that you are wrong. I'm just saying that maybe that could have been worded a little better to maybe make it a little nicer. Points cut. Blunt makes an impact. Um, okay. Since that guy showed up, do you know what this show now has? No, what? Common sense. <laughs> oh, you too. Anyway, that was different. It does help lead me to the topic this episode was intended for. With all the confusion, turmoil, hate, violence, chaos, and uncertainty that has been 2020, we were at least entertained by even more crazy and interesting stuff on our social media for sure. Some of it was uh, blatantly fake. It was lies propagated to spread fear and hate and division. Some of it was truly stranger than fiction. It would fit into the phrase, you just can't write this stuff. There were two things, though, that I really noticed on social media that I would like to talk about here. They were liked by a lot of people and even reshared, and, and there's nothing wrong with that. We all have the freedom and right and liberty to believe and perceive what we want, and we have the rights to our First Amendment. Freedom, right, and liberty to believe and perceive does not automatically grant the same freedom, right, and liberty to infringe on another person's freedoms, rights, and liberty. Yeah, that is correct, Random Voice of Reason. Thank you. How long are you going to delay this? <laughs> really? Blunt as well, Random Voice of Questions. All right, but you are right. So no more delay. Some interesting stuff I saw and read on social media. Two really big ones that I want to talk about. During that whole pandemic we had in 2020, people were openly expressing their fears, concerns, hate, biases, and trying to coerce others to fall to their knees and accept submission under their control. And no, I'm not talking about the government or any other public official. Though we could, and we could probably have a whole episode on that, but in this episode, I am talking about the citizens. We, the people. You and I, the citizens. So many posts and so, so much fear and anger. In fact, I read a post that talked about the fear of the virus and the fear of the unknown. And based on the media reports, the person writing the post believed that being exposed or even being near or in the vicinity of someone who had the virus was an automatic sentence for contracting the virus. Now, in my belief and perception, and with the facts that we all know and is with all viruses, I believe we will be infected. All of us will, either by catching it or by injecting it into us. But at some time, we will all have it inside of us. Well, this fear led to a heightened sense of emotions, as it does with all of us when we become overwhelmed with fear. And then the hurt and anger and fear flowed like a dam that just broke during a heavy rainstorm. This isn't anything new. No, we see this every day and in all types of situations. From small, trivial things to whatever we individually deem is the most important thing in the world to us at that time. Our feelings and emotions are a huge reason, I think, that there is so much distrust, hurt, anger, and prejudice in the world. 
Humans are emotional creatures, and these emotions oftentimes trump fact and turn our perceptions based on our emotions from feeling to truth. So this is not something to necessarily be ashamed of or to ridicule. It is, however, something to be understood and discussed. What I'm talking about is the, you either agree with me and that the world revolves around me and my desires, my wants, my beliefs, my perceptions, my feelings and emotions, or you are completely against me type of mindset and feeling and emotion. It is the, if you would live, act, believe, and perceive things exactly like I do, and if you would do every little thing I tell you to do, then there would be no problems, no diseases, no issues type of attitude. Now, that might be true on the surface, but oppressive tyranny will never change people's hearts. And the resentment and anger that will be implanted because of such will be returned in some time and in some fashion. We are human, and so is human nature. Like I said, it does not mean it was fact or truth. It just means that our feelings and emotions helped lead to a perception that it was. And as I say in my book, Volume 1, The Foundation to Your Success, quote, The question is, does this cementing of our truth, of our belief, of our perception, of our opinions, above facts, above the truth, above others, help raise us and others above the toxic pollutants of negativity, hate, and intolerance? Or does it sink us and our relationships with others faster than running in quicksand while wearing cement shoes? End quote. As with most stuff I read from individuals who hate differing perceptions, beliefs, and who think personal freedom, rights, and liberty revolve around them, I read that if what they say angers you, then it is not because of their lack of compassion. It should have also stated their disregard for you, their anger and hate towards you, or in their uh, emotional state, or their belief and perception that your life should revolve around them. But rather they say, it is because you, you are the problem. If what they say angers you, it's because you are the problem. They, they openly said that, and I quote, they openly said that you are trash, that you are a criminal. By their very words in their post, they expressed their belief, their perception that it is you who are selfish, you are criminals, you are nothing more than human trash, and that it is you who is politicizing the issues by trying to hold on to your personal freedoms, your rights, your liberty, and trying to live your own life. It seems that some people truly believe that what they say or what they believe or what they perceive is the be-all and end-all, and that if you get upset about their demands for your surrender of any part of your life to make them feel better, to make them feel safer, to make or appease their feelings and emotions, then they are hitting you where it hurts, in your hard, selfish, hateful, self-centered trash of a heart. Talk about loving and tolerant and understanding. Now, I can understand the frustration and feelings of fear that can overwhelm someone and cause an emotional outburst. I mean, this happens sometimes in life. It happens to everyone at one point or another, and in this emotional state, we often say things we do not mean to say. I mean, it comes from the heart. That's what we are thinking and believe at that moment. 
but it may not really be our character or what our soul truly believes. We are letting our emotions and our feelings take control of us. But if we are to generalize and demonize whole groups of people solely based on the idea that they are not doing or saying what we want them to do or say, then our egocentric attitude will be a spark that could cause a blazing wildfire, burning all sensible recourse and barricading us in our own wilderness to burn with negativity, anger, and hate. I don't say this to condemn, I say this to open our eyes to the self-destruction that we are causing when our minds are full of negativity and fear, turning our heart heavy and sometimes lost. That is then expressed with constant negative emotional outbursts. We all have our perceptions. We all have our thoughts on how we should handle things for ourselves and our family, and we all have that enlightened hindsight to tell people what we would have done and what they should have done after an event or something has passed. But we should all be careful to help each other stay in check and respect each other's rights and freedoms and liberties. If we are so willing to strip another of their freedom, rights, and liberty to appease our desires, our wants, our perception, our feelings, and emotion, then should they also be able to strip us of our freedom, of our rights, and our liberty for their personal equivalent? Hmm, that is a really good question, Random Voice of Questions. I mean, maybe? Because if not, we do risk being tyrannical, oppressive, and intolerant. I think. Anyway, with all that said, I would like to talk about another post that I read that really stood out to me. It was, I think, some words of wisdom that we all could agree upon. It spoke of consideration, of being a part of a solution. It spoke of not living in fear. It spoke of being educated and of uh, doing something for others. It spoke of giving up personal comfort and selfish desires for others. It spoke of being strong and being in control of yourself, such as, you know, being in control of your feelings and emotions. And I thought this was fantastic. I really liked this post. It speaks on so many levels. And then I thought, it's sad that there are so many levels that it will speak to, but many people will still refuse to step off that elevator and accept the floor it goes to. In fact, the post was a self-indulgence piece geared toward confirmation bias and ridiculing and shaming all who do something that uh, the person, who, whoever wrote it, and those that are sharing it do not like and who believe different than them. You know, those who have a different perception than the person who posted it and shared it. We might say it is because of personal bias, pride, selfishness, or stubbornness, but I think it might also align with a loss of superiority, a loss of self-ascribed enlightenment, uh, possibly a heart of stone, a willful or subconscious disregard for a differing opinion, perception, or belief, or maybe... It could cause strain to their comfort, so confirmation bias is their safety blanket. Really, the question is, does this cementing of our truth, of our belief, of our perception, of our opinions, above facts, above the truth, above others, help raise us and others, or does it sink us in our relationships? 
Again, that was from my book, Volume 1, The Foundation to Your Success. How many times are you going to work those in these episodes? If Josh is smart, he would work them in every chance he gets. Thank you, Random Voice of Reason. But as I was saying, we are all human and we all fall into these temptations sometimes. And each person has their own reason or justification for why. So we may not truly know for sure exactly why. But one thing we can know is that some people may be in that place today. But at some point, whether in the past or some point in the future, we ourselves were or will be there too. We are all human, and we all face the same issues and struggle with human nature, struggle with sin. Now, there was no attribution to uh, this anywhere that I wanted to speak about, no attribution to it that I could find. So, I mean, I guess it was just listed as anonymous. Also, I have taken the liberty to reword a few things in this. Like I said, it was heavily one-sided, heavily biased, divisive, and, well... Like the elevator analogy just used, it did not go all the way to the top floor. You can find the original if you do some independent research to find it. Why don't you just tell us where it is and what it is? As I've said before, random voice of questions, and I will continue to say, you must do your own independent research. Without that, you only know and you can only parrot what you were told to know and what the teller wants you to parrot. So, here it is. First of all, I wear respect and understanding, not for me, but for you, my fellow neighbor, friend, and citizen. I want you to know that I am educated enough to know that even though I do not need to agree with you or join you in your activity, nor do I always agree with you or what you choose is best for your life, that I will respect your right and try to understand you. And when science says conflicting reports, I am educated enough to know that I can only do what I think is correct for me and not cherry pick to publicly shame you when scientific data still supports your decision too. No, I do not live in fear. I just want to be a part of the solution. This is why I respect and understand your constitutional rights even if I completely disagree with or have trepidation for such. This is why I will respect and understand your right to peacefully assemble and protest, to go to work, to travel, to attend your religious services, to abide by scientific data that I may disagree with, to your freedom of speech, and to every other inalienable God-given right and rights granted to you under the Constitution. I do not feel like someone or a group is controlling me, and this is why I will not try to control you either. This way, we can both be contributing adults to society. The world does not revolve around me. This I understand. It's not all about me and my comfort, which is why I will not infringe on your inalienable and constitutional rights, nor will I be tyrannical or impose my views and try to coerce you under force into doing what I want you to do and what I want you to do for me. If we all could live with other people's consideration in mind, if we could all live with respect and understanding toward those who might disagree with us, hold a differing opinion, see things in a different perspective, trust scientific data opposite our belief or that we just choose not to agree with, and understand that we and our opinions and perceptions and fears and comfort are ours and not what the world revolves around, this whole world would be a much better place. 
Wearing respect and understanding does not make me weak, scared, stupid, callous, or even controlled. It makes me considerate. It makes me tolerant. It makes me loving. It is a sign of fairness, justice, open-mindedness, restraint, caring, and it is a symbol of being patriotic. Wearing respect and understanding for the individual's rights shows that the person is not selfish and not thinking only of what could benefit them. Their comfort, their fears, their perception, their emotions, their feelings, their belief, their bias, and their political ideology. We should all wear respect and understanding. And we should all apply respect and understanding to not just what we wish to for our own confirmation bias or our own sense of superiority or our own echo chamber or our own limited comprehension or our own personal agenda. We should wear respect and understanding for each other out of respect and understanding for each other. Then we can have and show an act of tolerance, a semblance of understanding of our founding, the choice for self-control and kindness, and responsibility and accountability. Then, when we can show respect and understanding, then we can call ourselves adults. And now, what you've all been waiting for, it's the wisdom of Dad Joke. Human experience. We will all have it, but because of our uniqueness, because of our life choices, experiences, mentality, free will, etc., we will not be uniformed. We will not be a cookie-cutter human race. Emotions are shared. Feelings are shared. Sin is shared. But understanding, redemption, respect, tolerance, love, and common sense are not. They are there for all, but these must be grasped willingly and held with a firm foundation. We will all succumb to fear to our emotions and feelings, which will try to corrupt our perception and beliefs, but we must hold firm to that absolute foundation. And in America, we live a richer and higher quality of life than most of the world, granting us the privilege to truly choose based on our heart and character, not on necessity. And just as our privileged quality grants this higher quality of freedom, if we are not careful, we can easily become no different than the milk produced by the pampered cow. Spoiled. This has been From My Standpoint, a podcast to find a nugget of positivity and a hidden truth, encouraging and enlightening insight, entertaining a new perspective, and providing an amusement for you. We hope you were entertained, encouraged, enlightened, and enjoyed the show.